The reason you're my first stop is that, as you know, I have a running war with the media. They are among the most dishonest human beings on Earth. Right? We all got used to the disdain which former President Donald Trump held for critical journalists and news outlets. We've witnessed over and over again the verbal attacks of President Duterte on reporters in the Philippines, or watched in the news the abusive behavior of Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro towards the media. But the online harassment, the threats, and smear campaigns to which journalists are subjected in Slovenia, and the dire consequences that this constant aggression has on their careers, rarely makes international news. I think that the, the journalists are just getting, you know, this is like a new normal, you know, and they are just getting used to, to, to the attacks, you know, they, they developed all sorts of uh, avoiding mechanisms, you know, like avoid uh, being so engaged on social media. And also we have seen in previous years uh, how they live uh, the, the profession because, you know, it is very unpleasant to be a journalist right now in Slovenia. Or as a Slovenian journalist Moita Shetins Pasek puts it. The thing is very brutal, no? How to, to explain the world, the word for uh, how to how to put us down. The word is brutal. Today, we'll look into the concerted effort by troll armies supportive of the ruling Slovenian Democratic Party, SDS, led by the Prime Minister, Janis Jansa, and the attempts to discredit the work of journalists by media networks in the country funded by the very same party in the government. My name is Javier Luque, and I'd like to welcome you to a new episode of the Press Freedom Files. Following the same trend observed in other countries around the world, society in Slovenia is increasingly polarized. According to Špela Astarem, the Secretary General of the Slovene Association of Journalists, and whose voice you've already heard in the intro, politicians use the ghosts and collective fears of the country's communist past for their own political agenda, and intentionally throw the media into this divide. I think that the whole society is uh, more and more divided, unfortunately. And we also, we are having this historical background, you know, Slovenia is still, uh, uh, and also the politicians are feeding this uh, divide. Uh, it, it's still, we are still having uh, open debates about the, the, finish of the Second World War, you know, everything, it's still starting then. We are still having like, uh, you know, uh, communists, uh, people uh, against Red Star and, you know, so this goes on, this is, a, this is a historical background and goes on for a very, very long time. And instead of that politicians would uh, try to unite the society, 
you know they are feeding their their ambitions and interest in this divide and they are making it uh, worse and also the media are part of that uh, the, uh, the mainstream media are in the view of right-wing politicians biased to the left Controlling the media and therefore the narrative of events has for years been one of the priorities of Janice Chance's SDS party. IPI has extensively reported on how media outlets founded by the SDS, such as Nova 24 TV, struggled to survive until a recent influx of money from media companies closely linked to the Hungarian leader Viktor Orban. Now, the TV channel and other outlets from the same group target journalists, especially those working as TV anchors in Slovenia public broadcaster RTV and investigative news sites. The prime minister is leading the way, you know, he's uh, criticizing, he's very cynical, he's criticizing the uh, public media, uh, the government uh, wanted to change the media law so that they would financially, financially destabilize our public broadcaster, they cut the finance, finance, financing think of the our Slovene press agency so yeah uh, the government and the prime minister also in his uh, tweets i mean on his uh, engagement in social media he's uh, displaying this negative and hostile uh, um, opinions towards toward the media. You know this well-known tweet of his that the two journalists on the national televisions are, are prostitutes. He even uh, added the prices of their services. So yeah, he's, uh, he's an example. And then, you know, he also built this media empire and they also, you can see now this army of trolls, you know, then uh, contribute to this hostile uh, uh, environment for journalists in Slovenia. The tweet Spela refers to was published by current Prime Minister Janice Jansen in 2016 while he was still in the opposition, and targeted two women journalists working for the public broadcaster. One of them is Eugenia Charel, and the other is Moja Setinj-Pasek, whose voice you've briefly heard before. Hello, I'm uh, Moja Setinj-Pasek. I'm a journalist, I'm a political commentator for public Slovenian television now for 20 years. Before that, I worked on national public radio for five years. So for 25 years, I'm in, journalis in journalism in Slovenia. Let's revisit her case. Back in 2016, Moita was the editor of the public broadcaster's daily news. Eugenia, a reporter for the same channel, found out that several members of the SDS were part of the Facebook group called the Legion of Death, whose name refers to the military unit who fought along with the fascist Italians in the Second World War. And they know that uh, we are going to report the story for a week or even more. So uh, also Janis Jansha, I think, uh, know about it, know uh, that uh, we are working on the story. And when uh, the story was, uh, was published in the um, uh, national daily, uh, daily program, 
uh, in the afternoon or in the evening. Uh, he wrote his tweet about us that we are a common uh, worn-up prostitutes, one for 30, another one for 35 euros, and, ref and our pimp is uh, Milan, referring to ex-president Milan Kucin, who is his uh, biggest, I think, political opponent in Slovenia. So this was the, this was mainly uh, what the case and what happened. They decided to separately file a civil suit. Uh, I decided to go to uh, court. I called uh, Eugenia and uh, she also was saying to me, this is insult, this insult is too big and we decided together to go to court to, to sue it uh, together. And uh, also my colleagues, I have to say, we have a lot of support of uh, journalistic uh, journalists. Call, uh, they called us. Uh, this is you have to put the stop. And um, uh, I, I have to thank them uh, all for all support they gave uh, me and uh, also to Eugenia. Uh, also, I, I, I just <laughs> I have to say it. In the case of Moja, Slovene's Supreme Court ruled in favor of Jansa, overturning previous decisions against him from lower courts. At the time of this podcast, a criminal complaint is still in the first stages of the judicial process. All, all, all our colleagues are becoming now threats, insults, through uh, different media. One kind of media is, of, of course, telephone calls, post, postcards, um, emails and so on of, from anonymous and known persons. Another thing is uh, Twitter, Jansha and his, uh, uh, I don't know how to say, members of his party and uh, uh, his, uh, his, his uh, fans are uh, a lot, uh, are all having Twitter accounts and they're writers on Twitter. And there uh, is also, he has also started like uh, like a chief of one of Slovenian parties. He started his own uh, media uh, in Slovenia. He has more media uh, 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 that are um, financed through uh, Orban or through uh, some businesses from uh, Viktor Orban or business friends from Viktor Orban. And um, uh, these media are uh, Nova uh, 24 TV, and then you have some local platforms like Maribor or like I don't know what names are, and they are actually party uh, press, and he uses uh, this. Uh, they are using this party press to oppress his uh, political opponents, and one of the biggest group of political opponents for Jansha in Slovenia are journalists. Uh, who work uh, on, uh, who, 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 on, I don't know, public media and other uh, media like Delo, like like Vecir, like Dnevnik uh, and so on. All the professional journalists are for Riansha and for his party, political opponents, and uh, he's using, and they are using all this media and the platforms and Twitter to insult, to threat, uh, to, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, to, to, uh, bring us down. The, the, the thing is very brutal now how to, to explain the world the world for uh, how to how to put us down. The word is brutal.
after listening to Moiche's account of her case, one has to wonder whether the authorities in Slovenia are equipped and committed to stop this type of harassment and abuse online. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to say that institutions are part of the problem. Uh, the police, you know, we are having very strange uh, uh, opinion uh, of prosecutors on hate speech, for example, and also, I mean, we at, at the association, of course, we, we defend the freedom of speech and we are having very high standards about the freedom of speech, but, you know, there also are some limits and we believe that these limits were, were crossed and that uh, the police and the prosecutors should, should prosecute uh, those, uh, those uh, uh, perpetrators, uh, perpetrators uh, more, more seriously, seriously because uh, in Slovenia um, only the really um, the most serious physical threats are prosecuted. You know, these are these were also in recent years the the only convictions of the perpetrators, for example. But they were all convicted on parole. You know, I mean, not not the real sentences, but you know, like on the parole sentences. So this is for sure. Um, and we also, when we talk to journalists, um, uh, we can see that uh, uh, at, when they uh, report the, the attack, you know, the police is saying, you should really consider about uh, reporting it, you know, you know that it won't get, that the prosecution will not pick up your 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 report you know they are being discouraged uh, uh, and uh, this is really serious and also for example when it comes to the online threats um, it looks like that our police uh, and also the prosecutors of course they are they are the, they are leading the the, the process um, are not taking these threats seriously because even when um, journalists report them you know they get then the answer that you know this was not that the the, the threat was general that was not really intended to hurt you know and that there is no serious uh, criminal act behind it so uh, they are being dismissed the 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 uh, report journalists are trapped between waves of threats ignited by members of the government on the one side and the lack of sufficient response from the authorities on the other. What the psychological impact does this situation have on them? I asked Ispela. They feel powerless maybe in a lot of, uh, in many of those situations and they even don't get you know the support of the of the media of the employers you know it's just it's not proactive you know um, journalists cannot know what sort of support can, can he or she expect when it is when he or she is attacked uh, uh, there are no protocols so journalists need to go to the employer uh, and to say or to the editor and say this and this happened will you do something what will you do you know so it's no uh, we are now 
we we want to 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 get these protocols uh, in place in the in the in the newsrooms because there is really is a lack of this or legal or communicational or or psychological uh, support to to the attacked journalists. Of course, there is solidarity. You you, you know that the association is uh, issuing you know uh, that we are monitoring the attacks that we are issuing issuing um, uh, press releases informing international community uh, but yeah but this is not enough journalists say the lack of commitment from the authorities to investigate the attacks combined with the absence of strategies in newsrooms to counter them leaves journalists exposed to the troll armies and propaganda sites Janis Janša actually, um, actually, he 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 was successful uh, in one way because my uh, editors uh, look at me like uh, I'm not neutral uh, enough anymore, uh, and uh, I cannot work so uh, on my political field on or in, on inner political uh, political field on my speciality as I worked before. Uh, I cannot report about uh, no, government who is leaded by Janis Janša because I, in, I have, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not, how to say it, uh, not good enough, but I'm not neutral enough, you know. And this is uh, for public television in Slovenia is something uh, what is important because if you are not neutral, how can you report uh, a professional about it? This question is always somehow aside. And so this is this this happened. So in this kind uh, of attitude of, of my editors, and I have to be critical for him, uh, in this kind uh, of attitude, he succeeded. So Janša, in my case, succeeded. Concerned whether this interview would carry any consequences in her career, I had to ask. Why are you giving me this interview, first of all? And second, do you think that this interview might have any professional repercussions? Well, uh, uh, a long time I didn't want... uh, Eugenia, who had, Eugenia was writing and was giving interviews, but I didn't want to do it. And then uh, a colleague of mine said to me, uh, this was Petra Beziak, that it's better to, to talk about it, because if you don't talk about it, nobody would understand what is going on. And uh, if you are talk, talking about it, uh, then you can tell that this is not good, you know, that then also my, perhaps my uh, colleagues, my editor colleagues are going to change and so on. So that is uh, one decision why I want to give an interview. And another one is that not just I uh, am becoming pressures, threats, insults, but I'm sitting with my colleagues in my room in, in TV Slovenia, you know, and they are becoming this and my friend uh, Tanya Gobec or um, Erika Žnidršić or Natasha Markovic or uh, Rok Šuligoj who are young, uh, one, uh, who are on the, on the start uh, uh, of, work, of working career. They are becoming insults. Their, their articles are, are, are written about them, about their, their work. They didn't 
anything wrong, you know. They just worked professional um, about, uh, I don't know, some stories they are covering and so on. And they are insulted and they are threatening uh, threats against them put uh, in these articles of uh, Yansha's media. And I think that we have to talk about it. And that is why I decided to give you an interview. So this is the main reason to protect my uh, journalistic colleagues because they protected me and they supported me when I was through this. Ešpela Ashtare from the Slovene Association of Journalists paints a dim future for journalists in Slovenia. I mean, it's very hard to be a fortune teller here in, in this situation. And it also very much depends on how long we will have this government. It is obvious that the longer we will have this government, the more damage it will do, especially in the public media. Uh, now the, our public broadcaster just got new director general, which is uh, who is like from the quota of these coalition parties. Uh, so we can, and he's talking uh, extensively on rationalization, on financial stabilization. He's not talking much about the program. Uh, so, and because also our prime minister is talking about how there are too many journalists and they are uh, too well paid on the public broadcaster, we can just imagine what will happen. Uh, we are very concerned about that. And also all the, the, the changes of the media law that were presented in the summer, they are still, you know, waiting there somewhere, you know, we never know when they will, they will go for, forward with, with those, you know, and they would be in favor of, you know, this uh, media, uh, also Planet TV that was now bought, this is the, the third uh, commercial television channel, which was bought by the Hungarian. It has a Hungarian owner now, so we are getting another uh, television channel under the influence um, of the, of the, you know, of the, of the Hungarians, which are connected as the the investigations show that are closely connected to Fides and then back to 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 SDS. So for sure, even I mean, if the government will stay, we will still have this uh, system of this media, and uh, maybe the situation will improve some some the, to some extent, uh, and also the the smearing campaign or the all the troll wars will will like reduce a little bit, but um, I think a lot of these things will stay with us, unfortunately. Despite being recently targeted with physical threats, Moja finds strength in the journalistic principles of holding power accountable. Nobody can stop you. So I'm I'm con- convinced in this. If you are a journalist. No populist can stop you. You are a journalist. You have to work. This is your, how to say, it's uh, your mission. No, you know, you know, I hope you understand what I have, uh, I want to say.
So that's it for today. We would like to especially thank Moitza Pasek and Spela Astare for their insight on the difficult situation that critical independent journalists find themselves in right now in Slovenia. This episode of the Press Freedom Files was produced and prepared by the International Press Institute as part of its Newsrooms on the Line project funded by Adesium Foundation and the Media Freedom Rapid Response, a project co-funded by the European Commission. You can listen to more episodes of the IPI Press Freedom Files in your favorite podcast platform or visit our website ipi.media. Thanks for tuning in today and share this episode if you've enjoyed it.